jokes, yeah, it's culture and innovation at the same time. Stevie Rome Green Jr. in the building, chefing it up, cooking it up. Uh, as you may know, uh, all the boys are traveling. Cam and uh, Chaz are in Miami. Uh, Manuel and Mike are still in L.A. And I am in Atlanta right now in the old stumping grounds, man. So it's good to be here, man. A lot of great things going on. It's been a good end of the year. Everybody's taking their time because you need this time to kind of be, you know, Get some, get some solitude and, you know, hang out with yourself sometimes, you know. Not saying I only hang out with the guys. I love the guys. But, you know, you got to gotta hang out with yourself sometimes. Get to know yourself a little better. And I ain't talking about masturbation. So, y'all need to go go and don't even think about that. But today, um, we're going to do something special, man. Uh, it's going to be a different, different podcast because I'm in Atlanta. And for those of you who don't know, I went to school in Atlanta Oh, all of us pretty much went to school in Atlanta and uh, was here from the age of 18 to the age of 25. Yeah, to the age of 25. So Atlanta's like a second home, man. Atlanta will always have a piece of my heart. Um, Met a lot of great people here. My father lives in Macon, Georgia, like an hour outside of Atlanta. So I'm always coming here, always showing love to the city, man. The city has, it's where we started. It's where Dormtainment started. So today... Have a special guest on the podcast, one of my best friends, man. Um, this guy, I've known him now eleven years. Eleven years. We met under some interesting circumstances back in oh seven. We'll definitely tell you guys about that. Uh great guy, charismatic guy. Um, what else is he, man? He, he he's just a good dude, man. Very very. When I first when I first met him, first couple of years, I was like, this this nigga talk a lot. I ain't gonna lie, this nigga got a lot to say. But he's very opinionated, and you need people like that in your life, you know. Virgo man, Virgo man. I'm an Aries, so we we get along. We get along for the most part. We've only had a few arguments. I only had a few arguments, and most of the time, it's like, all right, my nigga, you ready to go get some food afterwards? Appreciate it. That's what that's what that's what it usually is, man. Uh, today. On the podcast, I got my brother, Adriano Gomez, a.k.a. The Black Amigo. What's good, my dog? What is... Hold on one second. I was just getting these nudes on my Snapchat real quick. I got to check it out. Somebody just sent it to me. I mean, it, what, can I see it? Can I see the nude? If you, yeah, just a minute. I got to save it. Okay, without, save it I got to figure out how to save it without actually showing the screenshots. So yeah. Pissed off and I so, them up. so, as you can see, he's a very humble guy. You know, <laughs> absolutely. You know what I'm saying? A- absolutely. Glorified church boy. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know. How, how you doing, brother? How you feeling? What's good, man? I never thought I'd be on this show. Oh no! Don't ever think. Just do. That's been one of our mottos <laughs> that we've known since for the past eleven years. Eleven man. years, you know man. Saying? Can you can you believe that, man? You you met me when I was nineteen. Yeah, I met you when you was uh, J Rome. J Rome. He wasn't Rome Green Jr. Wasn't you know uh, the other names you might yeah. know him to be? Was I roam a lot? He I was, wasn't a uh, no, no, sexy no, 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 chocolate. No, you gotta say it like this. You gotta say J Rome. J Rome. J yeah. See, you got the tone. I can't even J, do it right. J Rome. Yeah. Uh, so in Atlanta, there's an area called Atlantic Station. Absolutely. And uh, we actually have another one of our brothers in here. He playing Batman, aka the White Privilege Man game. <laughs> <laughs> And because y'all know how I feel about shout Batman. out to Maine, shout out to Maine, one man. of the greatest producers, one of the greatest producers heard. that you never, greatest producers, photographers. We're gonna get him on here too for sure. Um, but we stayed at a place called the Flats at Atlantic Station. Mm-hmm. This is where I met Gomez. Now there was a uh, October fourteenth, two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. Shout out to he's, Olivia. He's gonna tell you why he remembers that day. Why do you remember that day? Because honestly, if he wouldn't, if he wouldn't remind me all these years, I wouldn't. But now it's stuck in my head. But before, why did you remember this day? Why was this day so specific to you? 
It, it was the it was the day we first. Okay, so yeah, no, I know it's the day we first met, but why? But it's something else happened that day. Oh that, man, uh, that was the day that my crazy ass ex of five years, <laughs> five years strong. Well, we well, we weren't at five years at that point. We no, not middle, at that point. Yeah, not. yeah. But she broke up with me on the most biggest bullshit ass <laughs> reason you could even possibly think of. Her ain't shit ass. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to get sued because I might become a yeah. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. And they getting folk out here for looking at them wrong, and I ain't even get me for saying no damn libel out here. So, but you know who you are, you trifling bitch. But anyway, <laughs> um, I yeah, she she broke up with me. Yeah. And I was really just like super depressed because yeah. she was light skinned and I was in love with her. And not that's that, where you went wrong. Yeah, you're right. Well, you're right. Shout out to all my light skinned women. Yeah, we just playing. We just playing. We love y'all. We love y'all, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But for real, y'all we light skinned women. I mean, this is fuck, but I love y'all. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love her to death. She was, she was cool. We had some great moments, but it was just like World War Three. Just yeah. you know, it was like putting poison in a Krispy Kreme donut. Every time, and I ain't gonna lie, I probably still eat it because Krispy Kreme. Yeah, 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 I still did for a while. And then <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You realize your guts are like becoming acidic and leaking out of your damn sweat. That's it's hilarious. Just, yeah, it's pretty bad. So this is what happened. So yeah. there was a party going on. Mind you, this is this is like our first maybe week or two in there. We ain't been in there long, not at all. So we were like, all right. I was like, let me go walk around. Let me see if there's anything popping tonight. At mm-hmm. the because I'm in the co- I'm in college. I'm like, yo, this is my first apartment. You know what I'm saying? My, I moved in with my man Maine and also KT, who y'all done had on here. This this nigga KT is. Oh, the he same. been on. I I missed that episode. He had he had the whole, he was there kind of like running it when I was there. One wasn't there one. Day. Oh, I'm, I need Hilarious. to go back and look at that. Hilarious. Oh God. Anyway, go ahead. Y'all know about KT, but anyway, so it's me, KT, and Maine rooming, and so I'm walking around. I'm going upstairs, and you know, I hear some music coming from upstairs. I'm like, all right, if it's some music, it's probably a party going on. Hell yeah. So I go outside. And I go upstairs, and by the door, I see this slim trim, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's because I was stressed out dealing with that damn girl. This, Wasn't eating. This, this. <laughs> First off, I was like, all right, he definitely some type of Hispanic. I just didn't know what. I seen the hair all wavy. I Everybody said, thinks I'm Samoan. You do look. You, you, you from could the island of Tonga. You could pass Samoan. Should have been a wrestler, but nah. But he is black and Mexican. Yeah, more black than the, he is Mexican. With a splash of Jewish. With a, a splash of Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about that later. But um, I see this man, and I'm you know I'm a pretty personable person. I'm not scared to go up and talk to people. And I seen him outside, and he looked cool. So I was like, Hey, what's up, man? Uh. Did I ask you if it was a party in there first, or did I come and just say who I was? No, 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 no. If you ain't thinking about Rome, you see his body of work. You need to understand one thing. He came up there, chest all puffed out, like <laughs> looking like he was on a mission, and this was like the whole herd all oh, in, the, in this party, which it was. It was. It was that, by the way. And it just, the way, the way it happened was just a total convergence at the equal time, like our lives were destined to meet each other in alignment. Swag. Down this hall from two different paths. Swag. Two grows, two grows a version of wood. Yeah. United together. He make it sound so beautiful. I wish you know I, I wish I knew how to like make we it just, sound we like just, that. We just united and weaved around each other like a beautiful bliss of black yin and yang coming together to conquer the earth. Dang. We didn't even know it at the time. We didn't know it at the time. But we took around a couple little laps through the house party. No, no, but I introduced myself first. Yeah, 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 yeah. He introduced himself. He's just like, yo, I said, yo, hey, that's pop party. He says, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name, man? You seen the cool guy. He's like, what's your name? I said, yeah, my name is Gomez. What's your name? He said, oh, yeah, uh, my name is uh, J. Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, uh, Jay Rome. Jay Rome. Well, all right. No, so, not Jerome. No, no, no. Jay Rome. So we go around this party, you know, and we meet a couple people. We hanging out. We having a good little time. I get drunk. I'm not going to lie. I'm smacked. I'm like, I, I, get, I get drunk. Mm-hmm. We did that a lot at the, at the flat. Oh, yeah, definitely. I get drunk. I'm like, all right. I'm going back downstairs. Now, before I went downstairs, we exchanged numbers. I was like, oh, we can't hang out, man. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, man, we you here. hang out sometimes. I was yeah, like, yeah, cool, you cool. take my number. It's all boom, good. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, cool. Probably thinking we never going to hang out again, honestly. Yeah, it, it, I, did, I did, too. Like, he was not – when I got his number – that sounded like a chick or something. When I got his number <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> No, when I got his number – 
We exchanged information. We exchanged information. <laughs> information. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I literally was walking back to my apartment. I was on the second floor. He was on the first floor. He told me this. I ain't never been that way because it was a pretty long build. Yeah. And, you know, if you a lazy nigga like me, you ain't been to go <laughs> trying to walk down there and do no exploring unless you see two titties and an ass walking down there. Real life. Just being real. At the time. At the time. Because I was 20. About to be tw- no, I just turned 21. 21, yeah. Just turned 21, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. I finally get to my door, and I before I left, I told him, I said, yo, what you about to do? I said, man, I'm probably just going to go to the gas station real quick, get some gas, and grab some snacks real quick. He's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, let's hang out sometime later. All right, cool. Boom. Boom. So, I'm, so I go downstairs. Yeah. I get into my room, and I'm like, nah, man, I'm drunk, and I want a snack, but I know I can't drive. Yeah. And I was like, damn, oh, shit. My niggas that I just met <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I don't know said he's going to the to gas store. station. They go to the store. So I call this man. And mind you, at this point, from my perspective. And it's late. It's like I'm, 2 in the morning. I'm walk, I'm still going back to the elevator, walking back to my apartment. <laughs> I call this nigga on not a booty call, but a foodie call. I walk, <laughs> I, walk, I literally walk back into the apartment to go grab my wallet. And as I walk through the door, I'm about to walk through my own door inside the apartment. I get my phone come up. And I'm like, dang, did I forget something? I dropped something. Like, what? Why this, he calling me? J. Rome. I'm like, hold on. It's mad up? late. It's <laughs> mad. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I had, and I had, and at the time, <laughs> hey man, shut up. At the time, I had a razor phone, so I had like this little shoddy looking ID. That didn't have no ID. It just had the numbers scrolling on the, on the front screen. And I flipped it up. You couldn't flip that bitch too much, yeah. too fast. And he got hard. big fingers, so he just phone. flipped it with his index. Yeah, no, no. I had to like, I had to like, you know, literally like baby pick this shit up with my lips sometimes. Yeah, and like hold it. Yeah, because my shit was flimsy. It was a Metro PCS. But anyway, um, and I'm like, he's like, hello. I'm like, hello. He's like, uh, hey Sanchez. Uh, I said Gomez. He's like, oh yeah, my bad. Whatever, dog. Hey, listen. Um. Do you say you going to the store? I said, yeah. He's like, all right, look, check this out, my nigga. Look, I know we just met. I know we just met, my dog. And I know we we cool and everything. Hold on. And we- anybody listening, you done had them cravings at night. Like, yeah. I know you done had these cravings before. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So he says, hey, man, look, I know we just met and everything. But look, um, I need you to do me like a huge-ass favor. Because I was like, what's up? He's like, if you can bring me back... <laughs> A bag of famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. It'll mean everything to me. And I was sitting there, and mind you, I always just seen chocolate chip cookies on them. Like, just you know, I didn't really read look at the name Famous Amos. I yeah. just see the little blue lettering with chocolate yeah, chip cookies, yeah. just like scratching them. Like, oh, okay, there's chocolate and whatever. So I go to the gas station up the road, and I'm looking for. Damn, my bad. He burping. I'm looking for. Yeah, man, some fat. So I'm looking <laughs> for him. And they only have the really big bag. They don't have a small bag. Yeah. And I'm like, he said he really wanted them. Yeah, so I just know, nigga, just grab them. Nigga, I wanted them just, cookies. Dog. What's another seventy nine cents for this big uh, that's ass? That's what I'm bag? talking about. That's a real nigga that's right there. That's some real investment shit. And I for a nigga said, that you don't know at yeah. two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. So I went and just got it. I was like, all right, cool. Here we go. I said, Mary, you at ten thirteen? I was like, all right. I got back out and I sit there and knock on the door. And he opens the Sound door. Sound effects, ladies and gentlemen. And he opens. Uh, he opens the door. Let I me take it from here. You take it from here. You take it from here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, he. I open the door. My eyes is glossed up. I'm drunk. But I see this Mexican figure standing in front of me that okay. looked like a superhero. He came with a cape and a sombrero, and in his hand. <laughs> And, and in his hand, he had the biggest bag of famous Amos chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> the nigga handed me the bag. I said, "Nah, come here, dog. Give me a hug." Did you just fart in the middle of my story? I just added some seasoning on it. Some seasoning, <laughs> some ass seasoning. That's what type of podcast this gonna be. <laughs> I grabbed the bag. I say, nah, come here, dog. I give him one of the manliest hugs. Like, hey, dog, I appreciate it. And we've been friends ever since. Honestly, I put that on everything. Best friends ever since. I put this on everything. We done, we, he done, he done, listen, let me tell you about it. I'm talking about done woke up at 5 a.m. to take me to a meeting at my job and at y'all, 6 a.m. This is when I didn't get up early. Like, yeah. My, this, like, this ain't, this ain't the workout room. Yeah, this yeah. Ain't the, and he had, he had that beautiful white Mazda. Beautiful white Mazda. Oh, man. 
Stacy. Oh God, yeah, that, that beautiful white milestone. And he used to listen. He used to wear the hell out of that damn Young Jock CD. Not the first one, but the second <laughs> one. No one listened to. I'm the seventh letter of the alphabet. <laughs> I'm a cheek. But I, I remember that shit like like yesterday. But here's the thing, like. Honestly, if he wouldn't have brought me them cookies, I wouldn't have fucked with him. I'm not gonna lie, cause I'd have been like, "Nah, this this a weak guy, man. He ain't going. He ain't, he don't know how to stand for the troops." You know, what I don't I'm know saying? if he would have known that, but we wouldn't have been rocking this hard. I don't think we've been rocking this yeah, hard. Yeah, the yeah, he was looking like you didn't do nothing significant to me. So <laughs> like that initial, and you didn't even know how my love for sweets was. So, but now that I you didn't know, even know shit. You didn't I just know nothing. Was like he, like, he caught me at a perfect. It was a perfect storm. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. Yeah, yeah, because he beautiful. literally caught me in the mid. Because there was still a lot of butt at this party that we. Yeah, no, solid butt, solid butt. That we could have, you know, try to get on because you know we're twenty one and been drinking and stupid. Now nah, let's not let's be careful. We can't just call it butt now. You know, everybody's sensitive. Yeah, you know. Okay, if we want to segue into that, there was some beautiful. Go ahead, do it. There was some beautiful. Right, okay. There was some beautiful women. Some wonderful, um, wonderful women. Wonderful women with uh, very uh, articulate and yeah. well fit derrieres. Derrieres. Um, <laughs> so their physiques were magnificent. While we're on that subject, a lot of people got mad at Matt Damon uh, a few days ago. Matt Damon? Yeah. What Matt Damon do? Apparently, Matt Damon said some things that some people didn't like. Didn't like. And let me let me let me. What shut. did Jason Bourne have to say uh, about women? Let me. My man, Jay, he's called him Jason Bourne. He basically says the whole. First off. The other day he said something along the lines of, and I, it's not verbatim, but he was like, "There's this a spe- allegedly." No, this is what he said. He said, but then he said, "There's a spectrum when it comes to these allegations, which there is, there's a spectrum." I mean, it's an issue, so he, therefore, yeah. He it's said, a, it's he, a, yeah. He said, "There's a spectrum." That you, he said, "We can't put all these men in the same." It's, he said, "Rape is different from like." Hey, hey, the, uh, you okay, know, like a he's saying, he's, so. What he's trying to say is, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what's wrong with saying that? I was like, what's? I was like, it, it, it's, it is levels. And then now I'm just reading this. I just typed this. This came out an hour ago. It says mm-hmm. Matt Damon says the whole shitload of guys who aren't sexual predators need more attention. Which I mean, he so basically after okay. receiving backlash for other remarks he's made on the subject. Matt Damon told Business Insider, we're in this watershed moment, and it's great. But I think one thing that's not being talked about is there are a whole shitload of guys that preponderance of men I've worked with who don't do this kind of thing and whose lives aren't going to be affected. He added, if I have to sign a sexual harassment thing, I don't care. I'll sign it. I would have signed it before. I don't do that, and most people most people I know don't do that. Which is very true. It's a lot of niggas that ain't out there just just doing that. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not out there just you know paper the pew in this motherfucker. But right now it just it and he's probably coming from I don't know exactly where he come from, but I think he's looking at it like yo, this is making men look t- like because it's oh coming yeah out. no it's an attack on men right it's, now. It's let's coming. Not, let's let's just keep it one hundred. Like it's an, like men are under attack, but the reason they're under attack because they done some it's a, they done some wild dominant, shit. Like, like the okay, like okay, and let's just keep it one hundred. Like in this country, is specifically the Anglo Yakubian male is considered Wait. at the top of the food chain. It's an Anglo Yakubian. It, it has but been yeah. at the top of the at top of the econ- yeah, social economic yeah. food chain yeah, yeah. for I don't know how long. Yeah, and then down there you can trickle down. Yeah, and, and for, for, but besides other minority racial groups, if you want to get complicated, but to keep it simple, at that point it's always been like uh, white women. Yeah. And it's been or Anglo women, yeah, because uh, I don't, you know, white got to be sensitive, you know, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you can't, no, you can't yeah, just, you know, people think there's a the tones of things are getting people, in, in yeah, trouble. no, for but sure, Anglo Anglo Saxon women, yep. typically have had it so hard. There, it's like the hand me down, yeah, like you know, what I'm saying like we talk about white privilege, which is a thing. You know, there's there's not there may not there may be certain privileges to being black, but the only one I can really see is that we can say the N word without getting beat up by other people or other minorities. Other I mean, that, I, mean I mean, no, it's, it's a lot it, of privilege. You, That's why Charlemagne wrote the book on it. If you're a minority in, in this country, and yeah. Then, okay, you may think about this. A lot of people who have like 
such a degree of higher success usually have to unionize and assimilate within some type of whitewash type of culture to mean you talking about like and make change. That's what they say when they say you're going pop. Yeah, when you, you know, Hollywood. when you go to Hollywood. Oh, you go Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't met you a few. Uh, but what you saying is is this going on because of the dominance and now you know it's it's getting they do justice, which I which is what, what, which is what good. What I'm saying is uh, if you've been the bully knocking down, yeah, and beating down on the other demographics, of it's society, gonna come back around. At some point, they're gonna turn back and look on you. Oh, yeah. Because the, sure. your demographic, yeah. they're sick of the shits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has a limit. And I think everything that's going on, I think it's great because this stuff needs to be spoken about. Because it's, 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 it's some it's weird equality. shit. It's because it's, it's some weird. goes toward equality. It's not nice. It's not comfortable. Because it's, it's weird shit that's going on out there that need to be talked about. But what I'm saying is now as men, which we, me and Maine just got to talk about, me and you talked about, we are a little on edge. Yeah. A lot on edge, actually. Well, not just on edge. It's that we don't have we have a le- we have a lower margin of error. Yeah. Oh yeah. At, 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 with our masculinity. Yeah. Like we can't yeah. make errors in judgment, and then but but then you got to ask yourself, okay, is it really something that's erroneous? Erroneous, I should say. That if you is like if someone was to do uh, commit uh, a, a a degree of sexual misconduct, not necessarily. Yeah. Full like full rape, but yeah. like, let's say do something that would can be classified as harassment. Are there levels to it, or yeah. is it just harassment across the board? I yeah, think yeah. that that's the problem that we have is that you got to figure out what is what. I mean, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying. I mean, at, at the end of the day, we always say what rape is rape, right? But I see, and you know what? What's crazy is this might sound ignorant because sometimes I'm I'm a little ignorant, but like it's like the it's like the catch in football. What's a catch? Yeah, what's a catch? I mean, that's crazy. Know, I, think Des, I think Des Bryant caught that shit. That's, you know what I'm saying? What's the catch? So I see what I you're think, saying. You know, like Calvin Johnson caught that shit. But now, you know. Jesse they, James dropped that shit. <laughs> but the bottom line catch? is. But see, you know what? That's the thing. Like they, We still have to argue the contention of saying what rules classifies this. Sexual and they still change yeah. them. So at, this, at the same time, on the flip side, you have to say, why can't we change a lot of the rules that make us better as a society for better equalization and also giving just do and holding people accountable for each level or degree yeah. of sexual misconduct. Like, yeah. like my thing is this again, it's we're at a time where they're still trying to figure, you know, we're figuring shit out. Yeah. yeah. Like rape is rape. That's that. Yeah, no, like, everybody agree, agrees that I agree yeah. with that rape is rape. It don't matter. Like there's no, yeah. Ain't no, yeah. Rape, ain't, you know no ain't no spectrum. But, that. That's yeah. Are there levels or not to sexual misconduct? Like, if you would sit there and you said, like, a smart line to somebody and they didn't take it the same way or receive it because so they didn't I, give it. So if I flirt, If you boom. flirt and say something, would that be a level or do you consider um, groping much worse than you saying something to somebody? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're you saying, saying we need to figure like, out that. Where is that lie yeah. for us to, as a society to find out, yeah, yeah. like, what's okay, what's not? And then not to mention... If you're a person, whether you be an albeit a anybody who's out listening and you know kind of thinking in their mind, like or probably you know cussing at me, like, "Oh, are you a misogynist?" No, I'm not. No. I'm saying that. Where's the line for all feminists? No, that doesn't. Well, well, the reason I say that is to say that is to say this. Where's the line? If you're a feminist who might jump on the opportunity to stand up for full women's yeah. rights and full and, yeah. and holding any type of uh, person who has who's uh, committed an act of sexual misconduct. Yeah, yeah. At what point do we start treating sexual misconduct to reverse the culture? You see what I'm saying? Like, is it's a culture that we're in. So you talking about? So you want to reverse engineer the sexual? Well, I'm mis- saying yeah, how, yeah. if we're if there's levels to it, yeah, it, the the levels have been built up over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, through in in there in there and basically, like I said, and anybody can agree with this. Yeah, that it's a culture of sexual misconduct yeah. that happens in any industry, any workplace or something like that. So how, so if you have a culture, you can't just undo this. You can't even put like a hard line. Okay. Change this. You can affect it. But that's not going to reverse the culture. We have to define as a society, what, like what, what constitutes being sexy or flirty or kind of aggressive or whatever. Yeah. And then what constitutes sexual, sexual harassment. harassment to the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, man, it's sometimes a lot. you can do, if I say, if you like, if, for instance, if you yeah. say something, yep. 
You say a, a witty one liner, had a little sexual I'm a in the window, whatever, yeah. or whatever, and you say something to somebody because you like, oh, I'm a feeling her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, I like that. But let's say it's to a girl who's not feeling you the same way, but you shot that shot. Everybody, every, and most women, when you talk to them, like, oh, man, well, he didn't shoot his he didn't shot. He didn't shoot his shot. So I'm not, you know, that's not a Now I'm out here shooting, but the basketball, but, 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 but the hoop moving. But you shooting in the wrong court. The hoop moving like Space Jam, like oh, NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just, you, you, in, the yeah. wrong, you in the wrong league. You right? in the wrong league. So if you do that, and all of a sudden now you're like, okay, and she's offensive, and now she feels like you tried me, yeah, yeah. and you were you know harassing me. Yeah, that's yeah. she feels offended. Like at what point? Where's the line? Or is this gonna be a forever a gray line? And are we just gonna I hope like not. eradicate like social stand like so, like, social. like 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 any type of standard that we yeah. could possibly find? Yeah, this. I'm not saying that there has to be a, a finite line, but we have to really figure out what levels are this, this, that, yeah. and third. And that's a hard thing to and do, I think, especially when you're in the midst of it. And I hear here's the thing. I think for anybody listening, we we we're totally on the side for any woman who's ever been mistreated, ever been, you mm-hmm. know, something happened to it. And like, I'm totally on, totally on that side. What we're just trying to say is we just want to be able to find that balance and know what it, you know, take out the gray area and just really figure out what's black and what's white. <laughs> Cause yeah, it, no, no, it's, absolutely. Because it's very, it's very, very gray now. It's very, yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. Liam Nielsen. It's very into the gray yeah, right man. now. Yeah, which, by it, the way, I thought was a, was a pretty decent movie. No, that was actually a really good movie. Yeah, it was. Um, speaking of movies, like, what's the last movie you've seen? Um, that was good in the, in theater. Or yeah. just on Netflix. Shit. In I mean, shit. Why? I'm not mean. Um, in general, actually, um, I I saw that. Well, tell the people what type of movies you like. Are you? Um, or you watch everything? Anything. Uh, you know what? I can't even say it. I was gonna say anything with you know Halle Berry's boob shots. No, you can't say that. But see, now I can't really say that. You can't really say that. I mean, I just said it. You heard. Even it. if you, like, but you playing. But you're but, not. But I, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like like I that would be a joke, obviously. But you don't want nobody to take it. But see, now nowadays we have to be more considerate and mindful <sighs> of saying such. And it's and it's really tough for anybody who yeah. wants to be a comedian because like you just want to crack some jokes sometimes. Like like, like literally joke. literally like let's say anybody if there was five people in a room we had five different styles of delivery systems. Yeah. And we all thought the same thing. Yeah. That one person, that one out of five, can say it, but with the delivery and tone he has on how he says it. Kind of piggybacking a little bit off what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The delivery and the tone can dictate more than any in oh, yeah. any era of human history that is you know recorded. Nah, for sure, the tones mean more or more heavily weighted when you say something. So for if sure. I sit there and say you ask me the question, oh, what movie? Shoot, any movie that got Halle Berry titties in it was up. Yeah. and I'm laughing about. It. All right, cool. It's like ha ha ha. But then we got so many people that have a voice with social media. Yeah, oh, they'll yeah. hear that and just you know go off far off to the left. Yeah. So hey, we're trying to tell jokes here, but then all of a sudden jokes will get my and DJ there's no tone. There's no like there's that. no like, tone yo. when it comes to typing on 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 a yeah. Twitter on an Instagram. But anywho, but yeah. you like all those types of movies. Oh no no, but everything. but in all seriousness, um, I don't. I just like good movies that don't have bad acting or anything. M Night oh, Shyamalan man. doesn't make. Damn, damn M Night. Didn't he have a one good? Didn't he have a good one recently? I don't know. Come on, split. Yes, yeah, split was solid. I, you know, no, come no, no, on, no, 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 come no, no, on, no, go, no, man. No, 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 no. Okay, listen. Spoiler for anybody. Hey, look, M Night. Look, listen. If you want to go ahead and cast me for one of your movies, I'll flip your whole brand around. Your whole reputation to be revived. How are you going? How are you going to flip it? Because I'm the Black Amigo. I can do that. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have enough time to tell you how. I just know I can do it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Here, here's the thing with Gomez. I, I'm, I'm, I, I love Gomez because when he goes hard for something, he goes hard. But I want to tell. We could talk about this right here, right? Now, oh, you want to go? Because this just reminds me. This just reminds me. So I told, I asked Gomez just on some, you know, casual, just oh, chilling around the house. Oh shit! And nigga. I, for anybody who I know where he's going with this one. For anybody who's listening, I, I am ready. I asked him just on some chill, you know, casual. Because you know, I like to do <laughs> what. Like the what if questions, would you rather, Damn. stuff like that. So I told Gomez, I said, listen, now mind you, Gomez has played football before. How many years did you play? I played like what, middle school, high middle school. school. I was tried out in college with my cool. shoulder injury. Solid. Gomez is a solid right now, 6'2". Six, 6'2", two. Six, six, two, about 265 uh, on, a, on the summer, 278. In okay. The Okay, solid. Solid guy. Big, big, big dude. Big husky dude. Big husky dude. Yeah. I'm now, definitely like, you know, my stock value was very, very high in the fall, winter time. For so. sure. Works out. I'm going to hit with the bisexuals, too. 
You're hit with the bisexuals? Yeah. They like your hair and shit? Well, that and I got like the thick chest. Kind of like the-, the All the bisexuals thick. like thick chest? I mean, it's kind of like, it's like hard but soft. You know what I'm saying? It's like husky shit. Hold up. Everybody, everybody, get your mid roll on. Sit back, relax, because we got another one for you. Now, I got something on my shoulder that I need to get off, and it ain't no chip. Don't you hate when you edit in a project- and you just need to find that good stock video or stock photo. But you know you ain't trying to pay that much for it. Because we ain't got it. But that's where Video Blocks comes in. You see, with Video Blocks, you get studio quality stock for a fraction of the cost. And download all the stock video your heart desires from their member library. Including HD footage, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and more. Plus, save on millions of additional marketplace clips where the artists take home 100% of the sale price. Guess what? For the months of November and December... You get the triple bundle. That's right. That's video, audio, and images for the price of one for one forty nine. So go to videoblocks.com backslash trap house to get all the stock video, audio, and images you can imagine for just one forty nine. That's video blocks V I D E O B L O C K S dot com backslash trap house to save on millions of studio quality clips, tracks, and graphics. Now let's get back to the show. Peace. All right, shit. Just trust me when I say that. Shout All my niggas the, with titties out there, they know what I'm talking shout about. Shout out to yeah. the bisexuals. I've bisexual been, women will love you to death in the wintertime. But anyway, go ahead. So I asked my mans. I say, yo, Gomez. My my bad, my phone's ringing. I say, yo, Gomez. Uh, let's say I they gave you a month of training. Mm-hmm. A month. Yep. One month mm-hmm. of training. Yep. I said, and you got to do one running play in the NFL, the National Football League, with men who practice every day. Yep. Every day. This is what they do. Against any defense in the NFL. I said, matter of fact, I I think we at the time we might have said even like the Lions or somebody like that the Mm -hmm. defense anybody but I said how many yards do you think you can get now me hold on okay now me being a realistic type of person and I do believe in 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 miracles (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do believe in things happening but I said yo Gomez how many yards do you think you can get on one play no other just one running play. What did you tell him, Gomez? 15 yards. I said, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) He said, 15 yards. He will get 15 yards. I can get 15 yards. One month of training. I can get 15 yards. With niggas out there who are 6'8. Doug, listen, I can get 15 yards. Off of one. Play. It could be a stretch power run play, and I cut it back up the middle. You could also be stretching the truth. Uh, I'm not stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I can get 15 yards on one play, and I want I want y'all to know we've been arguing about this for about a year and because a half. I could actually do this. Listen, y'all got to understand something. I can get 15 yards. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, Gomez. I believe in you wholeheartedly. I believe in everything you do. You're right. Except this, no, but okay. listen, <laughs> but listen, I believe in everything. Because if you would have said, if you would even said three to five, I'd have been like, I mean, all right, all right, I, 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 I could pop. I'm I not saying that's good. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but I'm saying that I, in my mind, I can get a 15 yard game, no, and that's the difference. In your mind, that's fine, but you said in it, real life, no, if but you, you give said, me, no, if no, you give me time yeah. to train, I'm one month of hardcore training and di- proper diet and everything, and yeah. I'm like ready, and I throw yeah, on some yeah, pads, yeah. I, I I hope the Falcons or whoever I, I know I can definitely do it in the Browns. <laughs> Don't do the Browns like that. Those are professional men out there. Yeah, professional men, and that, that's where Maine that, from. That, that play in a factory Look, of sadness. That's where Maine from. So don't do it like that. He got the nerd want to root for that damn ass. <laughs> Nigga, but if you have depression, here's the thing. you do not need to be I'm a Browns fan. I'm all for believing in yourself. You okay. know what I'm saying? And, 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 and here's the thing. I think what made me so upset is because you said it with so much confidence. Why? Because I could do it. No, no. Because I don't like you lying to yourself. I'm not lying. Like that. You, I, it's just, it's just, I'm not lying. Man. No. 
I'm main. not lying. No, don't get main in this. Main. I'm not getting main in it. Main, main, main. But tell him. No. He not being realistic. I'm being extremely realistic right now. I'm telling you, I can get 15 yards. Listen, he, first, listen, I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you exactly how it's going to play. Okay. We're going to have a quarterback sit yeah. there. I'm going to go off in a single back formation. All right. He's going to sit there and have two tight ends. I just want y'all to know I'm putting the mic he down while he's talking. put in motion the tight end from the, from the other sides, wherever side I'm going. I just sit there and stretch it out, run off the tackles, outside hip. I sit there and set the guy up. My blockers are going to sit there. I'm going to cut it up the middle. All I got to do is give a one-two juke or something up the middle and get 15 yards. It's not that hard these days. Are you done? I'm telling you, I could do it. You just no, – listen, Jerome done? Bettis was breaking them shits, and he was way fatter than I am. He was a professional <laughs> NFL player. He was out there every day working. That nigga looked like he was eating a bunch of fish grease <laughs> topped on his Captain Crunch every morning. All right, so here it is. You put beer in the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Speaking of believing in yourself, let's 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 move on. I'm gonna let you have. It. All right, listen, everybody. Out but there, I want you to know, I do not listen, think you listen, will get it. Listen, let me tell you, I got a short window to do this. But if we can get this set up, anybody who plays for an NFL team at the preseason and during a camp practice, just give me some pads. Yeah, I want to tell see me it. to tell me a month before you about to do it. I will show up. We can bring out cameras for this. I'm ready. You I do it. I give you a thousand dollars. You give me a thousand dollars. I give you a thousand dollars. You run fifteen yards. Fifteen yards, just a thousand. I give you a thousand dollars. Just thousand. Nigga, don't push it. You want you you want nine hundred. You, you want nine hundred seventy five. I give you I give you a hundred my bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you got a hundred bitcoins right now. We need to get this out this guy. We need to go on this podcast. Right we need to now. go somewhere. Let's go somewhere and then we'll we'll holler at y'all later. Bye. <laughs> but speaking of believing in yourself, man, I want to talk to the people. Let's get to let's get to the real boss talk of this okay. podcast. I always like to leave people with some inspiration, man. All right. So you. What for the for those who don't know, uh, he goes by the name DJ Black Amigo. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Let's clean it up. I'm the Black Amigo, not to sound cocky or overconfident. It's just because of intellectual property reasons. Excuse I'm me. The Black Amigo. The Black Amigo. The DJ is silent, but I'm not silent. This nigga said the DJ is silent, but I'm not silent. I should cut off your fucking microphone. <laughs> But no, no, man. He he's a DJ, great DJ. Um, would you say more so on the on the EDM? Oh no, 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 no. I'm open format. Open format. Yeah, okay, no, cool. No, I'm open format. Okay, cool, I cool. Mean, nah, let me. I want to get that clear. I mean, EDM music was something that got me inspired start, to start. Yeah. But then, you well, just, hold on. Go ahead. My bad. Before we'll, I, before we'll I get into, into it. No, no, we better get into it. Um, I just want to let the people know that he did not start with this. He didn't start with this. So tell the people like kind of where you were. And how you came to decide. Um, like, on, wait, back when on, you met on, me? Hold on, hold on. Where you were and how you came to the conclusion that, all right, DJing is what I'm, what I'm going to go for. Talk about that. For all those right, who, so, are, who may be uh, wondering about their passion or what they want. What um, they want so, what happened was, back when I was in high school, yeah, um, I was usually the kid, or well, middle school, high school, I was usually the kid that just always picked up Vibe and Source magazines and... I was just fascinated with hip hop, R and B, and everything associated. I just loved a bunch of every new music that would come out. And you got to understand, like, if you're hearing what I'm saying right now, you're thinking like, "Oh, that's nothing." Like, there's new music yeah. everywhere because of the, the evolution of technology and streaming and everything yeah. we're now. But you're talking about time back. <laughs> my bad. In. My bad. Hold on. My, I do not mean to cut you off. But ladies and gentlemen, my man. So Maine, we said Maine is in here, right? And he's playing the game. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off, but I just have to say this. My man Maine has to be the the one of the weirdest guys I know because I look on the screen with Netflix my, with Netflix and my man is watching a, a movie called The Midnight Night Meat, Meat Train. Train. I don't know what that means. And it's on mute. That's and I don't and it's on mute. I'm not sure <laughs> what you, type of shit Maine is into. You, you're not gonna hear nothing. You're just gonna see it. This so nigga that means is that, wa- watching something called The Midnight Meat Train. It, it, like like with like with no volume. I know he's seen that on X videos one day. It the Midnight Meat Meat Train, where it's just a bunch of meat on a train. And it's a bald white guy. And it that come, opens with the my bad, up. my bad. All right, so tell him. Go ahead, continue. Uh, <laughs> Sor- Vibe Source magazine. Uh, no, so um, yeah, I was talking about like you know like early two thousands. Um, Ginamo. So um, you know, I looked at Vibe. I used to read all the rating reviews or whatever because I used to you know work and have a job when I was fourteen years old. Yeah. And I used to save up all the money and I used to drive up to or ride my bike up 
to the nearest target, which was like four. You know, miles Mexicans away. some of the hardest working people I know. So at fourteen, that makes sense. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> it was the YMCA. Shout out to Amy Grant. Real life. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't have to get all these albums. I would just buy albums because I would read the reviews. Okay, if it had four mics, it's worth getting. If it's not, then you know whatever. Then sometimes if I hear a song just kind of out on the radio, I mean, it was just night. Nice. It was hard to find certain music and get exposed to certain music yeah. the same way because if anything is you got to remember like we're here in the south a lot of stuff was only getting played on the public radio and there weren't that many radio stations that played a lot of urban music so i get put on the new names of songs and have to go look them up when you know yeah. napster and bear share was out yeah it's before that even so i still had to find out like who played what or like i seen a video on bet and i'm like okay what name is this song i like need this song whatever cool and it was just you, so a lot of times the source had it we didn't have it accessible here. So I had a teacher named Mr. Floyd who used to, you know, he was on the wave with the download all these albums online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, he had like 56 dial-up modems and it was took forever. But he would literally work on that type of stuff all day. And he told me, hey, look, if you ever need any album, you know, just bring me some blanks and, mm-hmm. you know, fill them up. So I would write down the names of all these albums and then get them. So I said it to say I was always a collector of music. Gotcha. like. From that point on, like I used to just say, "Hey, look, this Tila album. Let me get this. Let yeah. me let me get this Three Six Mafia album. You got this album, this album, a little cool. Let me get it." And I saved them all up. So once I had them all together, and I listened to all this music, of course, you know, parties are popping in high school. You know, we're young and we ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere, so it's all house party. Mm-hmm. And I used to um, be the one saying, "Hey, look, I got all this music. Let's play some stuff." Well, I played a bunch of music, and a lot of the stuff I was really into just was kind of beyond the demographic I was dealing with. I came from just, like, people don't want to listen to nothing but Play a Fly and Pastor Troy. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and that was the, it. Shout out to both. And shout out to both. You yeah, know, maybe a both. dirty song here and there, yeah, yeah. maybe a little 8-Ball MJG, 8-Ball yeah, yeah. solo records or something. Yeah. But they didn't want to hear a bunch of Enrique Iglesias. Or hear, they didn't even want to hear Rough Riders. Oh, that sounds so funny. Enrique they want they want to hear Rough Riders of Bubba Sparks. Oh man! At the time, and I'm like, yo, like my man Bubba's from the south, but they didn't want to hear nothing like that. So, um, I got discouraged because they got mad at some of the stuff I wanted to kind of introduce them to and kind of break them and put them on. I always been the kind of guy to want to put people on to stuff if I mm-hmm. can, you know, just kind of like, hey, look, here's a way to kind of look at this, check this out, whatever. I think you might like this. I've always been that kind of guy. Hey, I think you might like this. But um, I got discouraged from DJing, and then from even after collecting all the music, it just wasn't the same. I mean, I just I got discouraged. So from even want to do it. You got discouraged. I wanted to be a DJ you, then. I'm saying, but you were but you were listening to other outside. Well, I was listening to outside influences yeah, yeah. from from hanging in a peer group. Lesson number one: Don't listen to outside influences. From hanging with a peer group or, or coming up in an environment that didn't understand anything outside of a 20 mile radius. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? So you were, you were, you were, yeah, you were getting opinions from people who wasn't getting even, opinions from people who still wasn't even as, moving nowhere. No, who still live in the same 20 mile radius to this day. with, you know, three kids, four yeah. kids plus. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nice people. Yeah, but just don't but move. Just they, yeah. they, they're not, they don't, when it comes to certain things like worldly music or other outside politics outside of. The state, the yeah. city, the city limits. They yeah, didn't yeah. even pay attention. I think people still live in the same spots. Like mm-hmm. haven't even moved. Like you know, maybe they mm-hmm. they've went and got a job in Atlanta, but they still live in the same spot. They don't mm-hmm. they, they don't travel and see what you know big cities outside mm-hmm. the country look or inside the country. They haven't been outside the states. Yeah. So um, they just I don't think that they have enough um, uh, awareness about that type of thing. So that being said, I took I valued their opinions. Yeah. And I I valued what they said, and so I got discouraged like hell to even want to try DJ. Like I got that stage fright. Like I was like, I don't want to feel that type of you know ridicule. And here's the crazy thing. Like so so you went through this when I was a teenager. No, and I know, and it stuck with you through college. All through, yeah, and and see, and and that's it goes to show like how something like that somebody did or it stuck with me for it stuck with me literally until. About 26. 20, 2013. 26. Yeah, I was 26. Like, that's how crazy it is. Like, yeah. that can, stuff like that can hinder you. And you know, and it'll just be your subconscious because you'll be like, why don't I DJ? But then you'll be like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, and I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I still always collected music. I was still, was the, even after the fact, I was interested in music and how, to, how it yeah. works and how it comes together and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. But I literally wasted 
a lot of time from being initially scared initially at that time. Like thinking like, oh my God, they're not gonna like yeah, what yeah. I'm into and this is not for me yeah. when you're young and then there's nobody to come and say, No, you keep trying to doing that. It's like you personally felt that way and never addressed it. So, you know, then I end up, you know, trying to just, you know, I I committed so much to football and, and when with the injuries and everything, football never panned out. So now all of a sudden I'm just kinda like Reacclimating myself into the social society and kind of yeah. seeing like hey the nightlife and trying to mingle you know you're trying to you know you're trying to fit in get in where you fit in you know what i mean and so then i'm promoting and then i'm acting and then you know i'm trying my hand in comedy videos and you know doing stand do, 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 do for those who up. don't know for the real dorm team fans that are watching this from our first channel he was in a skit called The Talker. <laughs> One of the funniest shits Man. that we ever did. And I'm so mad. I'm, I I think about that all the time. That shit was funny. Because he was such a good sport. Because we're like, we like, who can do this skit? We actually wrote the skit for Gomez. It was for Gomez. Because we were like, he be talking. And so we wrote the skit for him. And it, the skit came out. My man, we seen his speed in the skit. We seen it. <laughs> Like the shit was funny. The shit was Man, funny. I think was it uh when was that was before I Two, tore my ACL. Yeah, that was way before that was that was like two thousand ten, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I was heavy was too. I was feeling I felt nigga, my nigga was running and that was it was funny. So in twenty thirteen is when you decided like, all right, no more well, the bullshit. Well yeah, so I mean I acted um and you know, I was took some time off school. I bullshitted through a middle a good year and a half through college, like just didn't even go to class with some I was registered still. Yeah. Just dropped all my shits. And but it was time for me to get out of school get out of school and I really wanted to get involved with um, you know, higher, more federalized, you know, law enforcement type of stuff. And um I ended up uh finishing with a degree in criminal justice. And um once I finished with that, um I thought that graduating with a degree, um would have had me a sense of fulfillment. Yeah, but it didn't. And it did not at all. And I think same that thing. Yeah. When I had when I hit that, and I thought that you think you the know, piece of paper is like the that's the well, you know, well, you know, the thing is, is that everybody, the generation prior to us, put such a high value on the necessity that degrees have to mean because if you don't yeah. get a degree, you're a bump. That was the idea. We weren't in the we weren't in the social media world yet. I mean, we yeah, had yeah, social yeah. media, but it was we wasn't well, like. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the same. Like the value of the, the entertainment dollars, the way the way we digest entertainment has shifted so much. Yeah. Or the way we digest certain tools, resources for us to become like the value of family has shifted so much. Yeah. Everything has taken a revolution and flipped in some and shifted in some degree where now that's no longer the case. Yeah. Like you have to really if you go to school, school is really really college is the stepping stone to becoming a master in some type of um certified type of profession. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like doctors, lawyers. I always yeah, say yeah. you definitely need to go to school if you're trying to be that. Yeah, or even it. broadcasting or, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But I do, th but I think that when, you know, if you're, what about those kids that go in there and they're not really, like people who are undecided about what you're going to do, those are the ones that end up dropping out and doing stuff. Yeah. But they, at the same time, some of these same people that drop out who still accumulate a level of debt, these people are ended up getting like high management positions and are actually changing and flowing with the wave and, and increasing the wave that's riding mm -hmm. that we're experiencing today. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting money and they had buying houses and doing all stuff mm -hmm. because they're just trusting their gut instincts about what they're really talented at versus what somebody told them, put a value on it. Because See, trust, trusting your gut is the most important thing. You man, right absolutely. There. Cause like trusting your gut is what, Moved us to L.A. Trusting the gut is what yeah. started us doing a bit. Trusting your gut is like that's the, that's the key because that's God talking to you. Like, listen, brother, absolutely. This is well, what you're supposed um, to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So, so let me let me um let me catch him up. So, 2013. I remember. I think I remember a phone call me and you had. Yeah, we had a really like deep phone call where you called me, and I think I was. I don't know if I was still living here or if I had just moved. I can't remember. But if it was 2013, I think I had just moved. Mm -hmm. And I do remember you calling me, and we had probably one of the deepest talks that we had, and you were – I was I was at a point where I was like, listen, you know, I'm, I'm not – I don't know if I'm – I'm not planning on trying to, you know, have any 
suicidal thoughts or nothing like yeah, that yeah. necessarily. But I'm in a, such a depressed state because I'm thinking there's such a void that's left in here. Yeah. And everything tells me I need to be involved with the music. And I think that at the, at the time, you know, I was really, 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 really heavy into the EDM DJing and seeing that they've evolved to this stage. I do. You know I remember you asked me. I remember you asked me. You said, you said, do you think... Do you think I'd be a good DJ? Mm-hmm. And then I said, I think you would be a great DJ. I said, but it's up to you to decide that. Mm-hmm. And then, like after that phone call, like you, you just kind of, you kind of clicked in and you locked in. And I, I mean, what happened was, um, really, I had to get rid of some people in my life. But I mean, just things. Yeah, it was. It was really some shit off. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll be open. I'll be open. I mean, uh, really, to tell you the truth, um, I, when you're sick of something so much, yeah. and you know there needs to be a change, and you pray that to 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 God, like, hey man, look, you know, that's how you, that's how you start your <laughs> 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 so, hey, man, look, hey brother, listen, uh, hey me and you, father, hey let me let me sit down with look, you real look, quick. Check this out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Something got to give. <laughs> I, I can't do this no more, man. Guy like, got guy got his feet kicked up just looking like, at you. Yeah, I mean, like, like, what's going listen, on? I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll erase my cookies on my internet. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give. A, I'll, I ain't perfect. I ain't perfect. I'll, I'll put the weed down. I'll stop drinking. Whatever needs to happen, but just this, I can't do this. We get them points in life. Yeah. Man. Sometimes people who want to keep fighting, keep fighting. It's like you in that, it's like when you're in that body of water. If you don't yeah. calm and be still, you can't be lifted up and saved. Yeah. You're just fighting, you know, if somebody's trying to save you. So I just really felt like that in my life. And then, um, you know, I had been up and down, back and forth with my, my ex-girlfriend at the time. And like, literally, I think, um, you know, she did me dirty, you know, really yeah. disrespectfully. Um, and uh, I haven't talked to her since, but I think that that was the thing that broke it because then I was done and I was, Instead of trying to love her, even despite the all the BS that she put me through, yeah, it was um, I was still you got you want to love something, and I think at that moment, at that moment, I made up my mind that um, you know I really love wanting to do this, and so I reached out to my man DJ Technology. You know what you did? You decided to be selfish. Yeah, what I decided to, to, I decided to love yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I I hit DJ Technology. And, um, I I random randomly at a party like a month or so prior to, but I hit him up with a text and said, "Hey man, look, is there any chance we can have a conversation?" And we met uh, over at Colony Square in Atlanta, and um, we had lunch. Uh, got him some mo's. I said, "Hey man, listen." You know, I don't know how, what I'm gonna do with this music thing, but I gotta do it. Like it's just like an itch I can't scratch, and I yeah. need it. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's like I need to do this because there's no, uh, there's nothing else out here for that me. you want to do. Yeah. I, but I need to do this, and um, I legit, um, you know, he said, all right, so you know, just follow my lead, and I will see what I can do to help you. And I would just show up to gigs. Every had a gig, I show up, help him out, do this, whatever. Um, met a and couple he, other friends and just branched out. And here's the thing, though. A lot of people who are listening, um, you know, this is, what, five years now. And About to be five. Yeah, I'm going on five going years on five of being years. a black amigo. So far. Um, and here's the thing, though. But what I was going to say, here's the thing, like, even at the beginning, especially when it comes to, like, anything like DJing. I mean, when we did, when we started our comedy there's gonna be people who look at you like oh, like so you DJ yeah. in that? Oh, you would oh you oh yeah. You like, even people that, who like, I'm still cool with today. Yeah, I mean I remember that conversation coming up, yeah. and I mean the reason we're still friends is because of you know you got to kind of hurdle that and understand that they'll come back yeah around and understand and you you can't take it personal when you understand and you're committed to your conviction. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to take it personal because yeah. you are, you yourself know. You're not going to sit there and say, hey, I like this idea, and someone's shooting down your idea. This is what my decision is, whether you like it or not. So, therefore, I'm not going to be upset with you because I already know what my decision is, whether you like it or not. Yeah. If I value your decision and you shoot it down, that's when you start getting offensive. Yeah, and exactly. the first time, remember, I got offensive, offended. I got offended. I'm sorry, offended by um, other people saying, Oh man, you you don't know what you're doing back in in, in yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah. So that discouraged me, but now I've realized that you know what I've been through that pain before. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna discourage me because mm -hmm. I'm gonna see this through. Mm -hmm. And 
since then my life has completely changed. Like I went from, you know, year, it took it in years, like year one, I learned as much as I could learn yeah. the ropes, um, try to get, that was like, that stuff. was like the baby steps. Ba- oh yeah. It was definitely baby steps. But then beyond yeah. the baby steps, you're talking about year two, year two was like, okay, well, you know, let them know, you know, like let them know, let them know who you are. You learn the ropes. Now yeah. it's time to get in the ring and try to, you know, go through your thing. Now you got to solidify year three. You bet. You make sure that they understand that you here to stay. When you, when you think you first started making a decent, a, a decent amount of money? From it. Um, de- making a decent amount of money. Yeah, when I've got the most amount of work. Um, I want to say about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Maybe two years well, ago. I started getting decent. I started really getting booked more. My my demand picked up. Gotcha. Uh, and I'm definitely grateful for anybody who's ever booked me and still gonna book me. So yeah, great. Um, but um, nah, I um, yeah, I, I would say about a year and a half ago, maybe. Got you, man. Um, now, what have you? Uh, now, just recently, you you took the the leap that that I took uh, a while ago, and um, just said you're not going back to where you're doing this full full time, and that's scary. <laughs> that's scary for yeah. I got fired from my day job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. when you, but when you got fired, you was like, I remember you called me. You was like, man, I'm just going like, hey. Well, I mean, the thing is, I you know nobody's ever ready to get fired from a job when you have like a set system. Like, you know, hey, look, all right, I, I'm putting in these eight hours, but that check, that, that direct deposit with my medical benefits hits every two weeks. So I need that. So, yeah, hey, I need that. It's yeah. cool. It wasn't really invasive on the on the DJing gigs, you know, that often and so forth. But, um, you know, at some point it was dragging me down and it was starting to affect, you know, my, my irritability or it was affecting, like, me doing my gigs mm. outside of mm-hmm. – you know, mm-hmm. or in the in the booth, I'm like, leave that at the job. I st- can't leave it at the job. Yeah, nah. You know what I mean? It's just, nah. it's, that's just the screwed up part about it. So, well, we uh, are approaching about an hour, so I just wanted to. Um, I got a few more questions. Like, what um, what fuels you every day? What fuels me is that at some point I know I'm gonna die. Yeah. I, I it's my my fuel is to make sure that I'm touching and helping people remember me for as long as possible in the best light that they possibly can. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what fuels me. What fuels mm-hmm. me is to know that we all going to die, but are you going to be remembered? Legacy. Once I again, mean, it's legacy and, and, is something that pops it's, up it's, on it's here all the time. Because of, and, and here's the reason why. The reason why legacy is because legacy, when you look at people, can be inspirational by seeing what kind of person this life, the life, the, what life did this person mm-hmm. live? Not just, hey, what did they do? But what kind of life did this person live? And how were they? Because maybe there's something, like somebody can look back in the story or something. There's a lesson in there. Or hear about it and then say, hey, this person did this. And somebody might have the same type of story. You know, this, this exactly. told no, they can't do it or get, you know, shot down. But then now all of a sudden, you know, they have an opportunity to kind of like live their dream out and and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So why not? What would you say are the three most important things you've learned in the past five years with you DJing? Three most important things? Yeah. In the five years? Okay. Uh, number one, uh, I've learned that uh, a lot of like you're gonna get told no a lot. You're gonna get told like no a whole let, lot. Let me tell you, this. let me my bad, I'm interrupt, but let me tell you how being five black men in a group in Hollywood, how they look at you ignorant when you walk into these white offices, <laughs> <laughs> and how they look at you like nah. <laughs> nah yeah. So we got so I understand that a lot. Go ahead, mm-hmm. but nah, um, understand the no. You're gonna get told no a lot. Um, the question, the, the the thing is that you you have to know how to properly, properly, properly. know how to make them say yes. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, and I mean properly in every sense of the word. Like, there's a way that the, the game is the game is played a, 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 in a very crafted, quick, careful way. You gotta learn how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you're, everybody's gonna tell you no until you make them say yes. So remember that uh, the second thing I'll learn um, is that 
Uh, in today's society, it's, you know, being good enough is enough. Who you know is probably more important than you being supremely talented. The supreme talent is just what's going to have people remember you longer and longer. And not even who you know. I mean, I mean, but along with who you know mm-hmm. is who you give gratitude to. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Who you, who you, who you are nice to, who mm-hmm. you are gen- oh, yeah. genuine to, authentic Oh, to. yeah. Yeah, like if people yeah. – I said this at the panel. Um, shout out to my boy Sixth Sense. He uh, produced uh, – that location by uh, by, Khalid. by Khalid. Oh, that's yeah, dope. yeah, yeah, he the homies. Yeah, that's yeah, dope. yeah. So, um, shout out to Six Sense. Um, I was at a panel with him and um, a few others. Uh, shout out to Craig, uh, Craig King. Um, Craig King actually produced for Kanye on this. Um, Lit. Yeah. So it was a bunch of Round, bu- good, bunch good, of good industry, energy. Bunch of industry heavy hitters in the building. Good energy. Thing. And yeah. I said the same thing at that panel. If anybody happened to be there and remembers this, and happened to be listening to this, then you know you'll you'll know I said this. The DJ said this. It's if people don't like you, then you're not going to succeed. Like, you could be the most talented person in the entire history of mankind. Yeah. You know, you could be like a combination of Walt Disney with and Kanye Jesus. and Jesus and a unicorn <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Tom Jones. Yeah. I don't know. Whoever. You and could Tom think Brady. Of, Tom Brady all mixed into one. And just you could do – Anything with your eyes closed that not no mortal man, human, or woman could do. Yeah. If nobody likes you, not getting nowhere. you're not going to get nowhere. Yeah. You're just going to stay stuck in the same thing because you're nobody's going to rock you. What do I mean? Like, if you're annoying, you're nagging, if you're har- constantly harassing mm-hmm. people in the industry or forcing mm-hmm. people to digest what you're delivering, you need to learn how to take your talents and deliver them in a much more digestible, effective way for whoever you're trying to you know cater to. Mm-hmm. That's just bottom line what it is. Furthermore, if pe- you're kind of talented, but people adore you because of your personality and everything. Yeah, that that would work a lot more than the other way around. Listen, it's no it's offense, a, it, but no, Chance the rapper. Yeah, I love Chance. If yeah. you're this Chance somehow, then great. But if I mean, you know, it, he's yeah. not Nas on the mic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that, he's not. He's not but what you're know. saying is you really like his personality. Like, I like his like what music he represents. because I yeah. like his personality. Yeah, if I didn't yeah. like his personality, I would definitely wouldn't like. No, for music. sure. No, no, for sure. You know what I mean? I, I get that. Like, okay, second, people are gonna still listen to R. Kelly after all the after he peed on after he peed on that chick. I ain't want. These laugh. are facts, people. Don't sit there and act I like if you I, listen. I, I ain't want to laugh, but it's real. It, it's, it's, so, it's real. It's, 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 Y'all it's, still play filling up my booty in the club. It was real. getting down when it come on, but he it's, peed on a teenager. Yeah, like it's. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah you I, the listener out there. Do you, how do you feel about that? And not only do you listen to it, you sing it to the top of your lungs. Yeah. This is my song for real, no doubt. Said the DJ's making me feel thugged out. Walking to the bedroom, let me get to dance floor. Look around me, you're feeling on your booty. Booga booga booty. That that was a hard ad lib. Uh, yeah, it was hard. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Henny was flowing. Yeah, I get. I, know, I get what you're saying. It's people just, still, yeah, people still listen to that yeah. shit too. I'm I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of people who parents were still listening to Michael Jackson after all the allegations too. I mean, of course. I'm just saying. That's the number. I, I no, I get, I get exactly. People what still you're watch saying. Woody Allen movies. Yeah. Yeah, real life. I just went deep there. So I don't what, know if y'all heard me. But we, yeah, people no, that's watch Woody Allen movies. And let's just, I'll leave it at that. Did you do? You did three, one, two. No, yeah, one more. Oh yeah. Um, third thing is that um, for that I learned just recently is that um, this is gonna be a tough one. I've realized that it's rare to find a good Anglo Yakubian person who can request a beat or request a song that's on beat. They just can't do it. I don't have a problem with your request. Some actually, I don't like requests. I'll be honest with you. But if you do request it, if you request it where it's on beat and it makes sense, what, then great. What you're saying is, don't have me playing. People, what it, what I'm saying is that they're extra shit. When it comes to yeah, I get to, to making song requests, yeah, yeah, and I love y'all. I just You're come on, keep, Matt. Like, like, keep, like it, keep it, keep it funky. Keep, keep it. it. You got to keep it funky. Stay in tune. Don't just run off on some entitled 
song that's in your head. Like if I'm sitting there playing uh some back like, that ass up, like oh, yeah. I'm not just gonna stop what I'm doing and throw in some ACDC. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. That's good. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm playing if I'm playing future, I'm not gonna break into Spice Girls. Yes, yes, it don't work that way. Not no, not not in the not at not at that moment. Not at twelve thirty AM and nobody's really getting down. If the vibe was set that way, then cool. But it's that's typically not what happens. Very true, because you could play Spice Girls early in the Like if I'm playing if I'm playing like some, you know, some twerk music and you wanna request the wobble, I love that. Because okay. I'm like, okay, cool. So if there's an older crowd in their space, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Work. I get right. it. You I know, get, I can throw if, you, if I'm playing Britney and you want to throw in some Michael because it matches on beat, then okay, cool. Like I can see the flow is going that way. Yeah, I might be able to do a little mix. Or something. Stop giving me stuff that just does not match the night because you' about to go home right now. And you want to hear your song and you're not even gonna tip me. <laughs> get out of here. Well, there you go. I ain't got to. I ain't got time to hear that shit. I think my last question is: What would you tell Gomez? High school now. Play baseball. <laughs> That's one of the realest answers. Because <laughs> I can see your ass out there swinging a bat. Gomez. I mean, that's all you got to say. That's yeah, go man. Play baseball. Play baseball. I really thought you were going somewhere else with that, and I'm so glad you said that because that's the best way to end this podcast. Play <laughs> baseball, nigga. That's play baseball. That goes along with play ball. <laughs> play ball. No, play baseball. Play baseball. Why do you say nothing else? You look at Giancarlo Stanton's contract, and you tell me why not. Yeah, play ball, man. Hey, man, listen. Well, thank you for being on here with me, brother. Um, it's been fun. We have to do a definitely do a part two. Hey know? man, yeah man, let's do a part two. We got to do, do a part, part two. Like we got so we, plus we got to do a part two because we got so many in between stories that we ain't even talked about. Man, yet. we just, we got a bunch of rants that y'all don't catch. That, yeah, we, we got, need to go live on the IG and you know what you do? We need to go live on the IG. Yeah. and do like a dad joke live duel. Oh man, that'd be fun. That'd be that'd yeah, that'd be funny and have what? everybody view in and vote on it. Let um let the people know. Everywhere they can find you. Oh, okay. So cool. This is that part of the uh, the show, the end part. Where I can tell you my good stuff. Oh, dang. Okay. Actually, I'm ending. All right, cool, y'all. Now nah, we'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, go um, ahead. nah. Uh, okay. So yes. Uh, like I said, uh, Adriana Gomez, the Black Amigo, uh, the Black Amigo DJ, uh, extraordinaire, open format DJ, artist, brand. Uh, you can check me out on uh, theblackamigo.com starting January first, twenty eighteen. Hey. The official launch. Of that, um, all a whole bunch of goodies. Um, I got a remix right out now of Gucci and Drake's both uh, with my man Vatillas uh, for all my EDM trap heads, ravers out there, Texas, California, New York. Uh, check it out. Um, uh, you can, uh, of course, see me, The Black Amigo, Instagram, straight out. Uh, if you're a food page and you like comedy, um, go on Black Amigo Eats. Um, a whole bunch of good stuff right there. Ron didn't even follow me on that page. I'm about to say, I'm going to be honest. I ain't even follow your page because I forgot you even had that page. Yeah, and it's food, and that, that's what hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably not going to follow See, it. See, when people say you go Hollywood, <laughs> that's what they mean. <laughs> I'm gonna go. That's follow. exactly. What I'm gonna go mean. follow, man. I got um, you. I got you. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing that. Um, I'm usually all over. You're in Atlanta. Anybody in Atlanta, you hear this, man? Hit me up. I'm normally. Uh, you can catch me in pretty much all the. Uh, popping spots in Atlanta. I'm typically at Tungaroo, uh, you know, every now and then. Uh, I'm at Havana nightclub a lot. Hey. Um, Ivy, hey. Red Martini. I mean, hey. I, I DJ have a bunch of places out My here. Man out here. Uh, you, it, you know, you can either DM me at, on the Black Amigo friend. I can put you on the guest list. Have hey. a good cracking time. Um, what do I got coming up besides the website? Yeah. Um, looking forward to gigging and traveling. Uh, I already got. Some dates in New York and Let's do it. Chicago coming up. Let's I'm looking out to LA soon, so part two might come in LA. Let's do it. And uh, uh, just get, looking to grow. You gave me Instagram. Oh yeah, the Black Amigo, straight out on the IG, the, the Black, Black Amigo. Amigo, Twitter, uh, the Black Amigo with underscores in it. SoundCloud, the Black Amigo, or, or just SoundCloud.com slash your favorite Blexican. Your favorite Blexican. No, just your fave Blexican. Your fave. Your fave Blexican. Um and um I'm uh like I said besides the site got a couple new tracks come about to coming out some house tracks um really want to work on this EP idea put this together I think I want to actually you know get on the ground and do it it's called Fried Chicken Tacos Volume One <laughs> so Fried Chicken Tacos. yeah man it's like because the idea was the premise is to 
come out with uh, some material that's part of me and you know i feel like i'm like i mean the, the mix of the black chicken so i'm like tacos. black fried chicken tacos and i'm serving them up i'm not mad at it yeah i'm, I'm serving them up it's it. like little treats so it's like little bite size hey man brother listen i love you man take your uh, shout outs who, 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 well this ain't no nah, this ain't this ain't that type of show oh, it ain't that type of show no no nah, nah, i was going. gonna shout out you Go ahead, it's that type of show. Shout out to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate him having me on this show. Shout out to all my all my people out there out west. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Scottsdale, Arizona. Shout out to Scottsdale. Shout Arizona. out to shout I gotta out get to, out to Arizona, man. Shout out to Arizona. Arizona's fans. pretty dope. Shout yeah. out to the Arizona fans. Man. Shout out to Cutswell. Shout out to Maine and uh his meat train. Maine and Meat Train. Maine and the Meat Train. Hey, yo, that'd be a hard like jazz album. <laughs> Maine you got a parental train. advisory sticker on it with no lyrics. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Maine and the Me Train. All right, man. We out of here, yo. We love y'all. I appreciate this, man. Oh, yeah. All day, man. Dorm Tammy fans, we love you. We'll see you next week. Peace. Hi, right, now.